and welcome back to another episode of Game to Fame. Here are your hosts, Brayden. Tomas the Boss. I'm Brian. Giano. Hi, I'm Jacob, and I did the website. <laughs> okay, um, welcome to the most cringiest podcast you're ever gonna hear, and let's get right into it. So, um, our first topic we're gonna talk about is Apple, and Apple plans to make a Netflix for video games. It's sort of like a subscription service, sort of like Netflix, and Apple is reportedly working on a new service for gamers, according to Cheddar. Company is apparently planning a build to build a game subscription service that would allow users to pay a monthly subscription price to get access to a catalog of games. Um, it's not clear if the service will be an iOS only thing, um, but it probably will work on Mac or more mainstream desktop games that support Mac hardware, which has never really been known for gaming. Uh, this would be something like Discord's Nitro which gives you access to $1,000 worth of games for $9.99 a month subscription. The service is still in its early stages of development and may never see the light of day if, it, if plans fall apart. So our leading question is, will this benefit gamers and will this have any effects on gaming services like Steam, etc.? And Thomas, you are our first up and give us no. your a take. Pan. Yes. Just straight up no. It's kind of like, okay, so will this have benefit on gamers? Yes, if they start making exclusive games, but in a way that could also be bad, because it could limit like the market for people. And will it have any effect on gaming services like Steam? Not at all. Steam is too big, and really, there's like no chance that you know Steam could really lose to Apple if, say, you know, Apple even tries, because Steam's too big. And also, just kind of like the reason I say back it up is like when Amazon Prime watched like their like uh, anime like network. That kind of fell through, and they're a huge company. So, just from history-wise, I think that this will have no effect right. on, you know, service on Steam. That's pretty good. All right, Brian. Okay. So, yeah, I feel like Tom, it will benefit gamers a little bit, like especially like if people have Macs that play. But I feel like there's a lot. There's been a huge like shift to more like recent PCs instead of a Mac to play. So. I feel like it's a good thing, but like Tom, like you said, like if it's exclusive, then it could be good and bad. And Steam, yeah, Steam's gonna plow ahead with like this, this like industry. And I don't think there's any way it can shoot off the topic, especially to a subscription service instead of a buying service. You know what I mean? Mhm. Uh, you good? You good or do you want John to go? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Uh, I'm good. Okay, pass. Oh, okay. Okay, so our next topic is college esports. No, what are you doing? No, can I please speak? What? Jacob, Jono, shut up. You don't introduce the topic. It's Brayden. It goes in an order. I'm Jono, Jacob, Brayden. It goes Brayden, then me, then Brian, then you, then Jacob, then reset. So that's how we know to go to the next topic. You never introduce the topic. Okay, guys. Listen, I go, Jono, do you have anything on this topic? And Jono goes, okay, let's go into our next topic. College esports. Jono, I'm the one who says the topics. Okay, we're editing all this out, so. I really hope we do. So, yeah, yeah, we're editing this one. Yeah. Okay, ready? Okay. Oh, so, can I talk go. about mine? Wait, um, Jonah, do you have anything to say first? Um, well. 
Okay. Not really. Um, Jono, okay. Okay, your mic lagged a little bit, so let's start this over again. All right, Jono, do you have anything to say about this? So, basically, um, Discord Nitro is pretty cool because you only, you don't have to pay a thousand dollars for the games, but the thing is, they don't offer that many games, so I don't know, if it would be like that, then I don't know if people would really like it. Okay. Uh, Jacob? Okay. Um, so how would this benefit gamers, people who game on Mac, um, Oh, they're out there. Um, this could benefit them because they pro if they're gaming on a Mac, they probably don't know what GameFly or Discord Nitro is. So I think this could benefit them. But I think Discord Nitro's is better overall. And I don't think it will have any effects on gaming services because Discord Nitro, um, besides giving you games, also uh, lets you have more features in normal Discord. Yeah. Alright, um, I feel the same way with Jacob. Uh, it's gonna be a good thing for iOS players, but, um, <laughs> using iOS, it's like, uh, you, they don't know about Discord Nitro, like, what he was saying, basically. I completely agree with him, and honestly, I didn't even, I knew about Discord Nitro, but I didn't know that was $10 a month subscription. That's, that's, uh, is the, are the games good, or... Um, no, I mean, I've never used it. I just I stick with Steam. Okay, uh, Brian. Yeah. I don't know. There's like Zombies Royale. I I don't really know what that is. Subnautica's on here. Hmm. Um, it's basically there's a lot of like Epic Games launcher stuff. Okay. Like Subnautica, you know, yeah, Darksiders Three. Mm -hmm. Oh. All right, Jacob. Um. Well, it has games on it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Play games, the games. Um, like... uh, Subnautica and <laughs> okay. uh. Wait, wait, let me check quick. I, I know of one. Um, right. Pretty sure it has Far Cry 5, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who have seen our last episode, you'll get why it's kind of funny. Okay. Um, so, uh, Jacob, are you still going, or do you want me to go? No, no, I'm done. All right. Um, so, uh, we're going to move on to our next topic, which is college esports. Um, so, we're going to talk about uh, college esports. If you do not know what esports is, here is a quick background. Esports is a form of competition using video games, particularly between professional players and teams. So basically, we are going to talk about that in a college form. So we're going to talk about how you can get scholarships for gaming in college and how that is a great thing for gamers. Will this be good for gamers of the future? And do you think more schools will be interested in doing this in the later future? Uh, Thomas? Well, will this be good for gamers of the future? I think it opens up more opportunities for people and, like, younger than how, like, the 30-year-old, like, stereotypical person. But do I think more schools would be interested in doing this? Just how schools are now, which, for all you guys don't know, we're all in school right now. No, not in the slightest, because... They're more focused on things that are more widely accepted. That's how they get their grants and a lot of the money and tuition they, they collect. So I don't think they would really open that up. Some might, but I don't think the major colleges like Penn State. Okay. Okay. So my thing is, I'm I feel like the, we're talking about two different like types of education here. We're talking about college, and now we're talking about high school. So. I feel like high schools, yeah, like exactly right. They will be a lot like more like closed off about this, or like, oh my god, we're not gonna give scholarships to gamers. 
but I feel like if if it's an open door, then why don't why not take it? Like especially when you talk about things like Harvard and like uh, GCU, like maybe, and like I feel like if they get, like people stereotype gaming with like not doing anything like productive, but that's really not true. Especially when you like especially the types of game you, that you play, like because any game has its own benefits and like obviously disadvantages. But I feel like when you're talking about colleges that like notice that like this is a growing industry, I feel like it like it's a good consideration to have at their meetings. But I feel like there is going to be a lot of like fighting that we're going to have to do to get this accepted. You know, like like yeah, like I feel like you're right when you're talking about the lower versions. But like if it's a growing industry, I don't feel like it's going to be easy. But I feel like we can get there if we want to. Okay, Giano. Yeah, I, I feel the same way, basically. I feel like people aren't really going to accept it, because they like, gaming, anybody could do that. And to be honest, that's really not true. Like, you have to be good, you have to good, have good eye, hand-eye coordination and stuff. Um, Especially, like, strategy games? Yeah, like, strategy, you have to have strategy. You could, for, like, games that I play, I even do research sometimes, like, Yeah. Um, and people stereotype, like, people who, I don't want to say gamers, people who call themselves gamers as, like, nerds and stuff. So, I don't think this is, like, going to be easy, but if it does, that would be really amazing, because it would give so many more people, like, chances to get scholarships. Okay. Jacob? Um, I don't know if I have really much more to add, but I think if they're getting college esports... People who love gaming, this opens a new career for them, possibly. Because um, college esports, you could get into esports in college, and if that doesn't work out for you, hey, you're in college, you could get another degree. Like, get add another degree to the pile. Okay, um, yeah, I'm, honestly, I would be interested if I would was offered a scholarship, but, um... I don't think I would ever get to that point, and some gamers will not. And it will be good for some gamers and some that aren't very good, but it'll probably be fun to watch if there's ever... I'm probably... It'll probably be live stream on Twitch or something. Anything that's sports-wise, and, like, anything that's gaming. But, yeah, um, I agree with all of you, and... Let's move on to our next topic. So, uh, Nintendo might be releasing a more portable, smaller Switch this year. Uh, so basically, we're going to talk about uh, nint- uh, the Nintendo Switch and how is it like still is Nintendo still relevant to us? Is do we still use like DSs or do you guys use Nintendo Switch? So, Thomas, uh, with well, my first thing is you have a phone as an app store; you can get everything you want on it. And really, you can get like these more triple A type games like Breath of the Wilds on the Switch and the new Smash Bro. But really, I don't, I didn't get the new Switch because I don't really care for things like that. Uh, like, because I can just use my phone and get any type of app I really want on it. So I think by them getting a more portable one, I don't think that's the right direction they should be working towards. They, I th- think they should be working towards more accessibility and like games on the platform because a platform like the switch does not seem a very easy platform to like make games on so 
So I don't don't think that a more portable is what they should be going towards. Okay. Okay. So I can I can agree, but I can also disagree. So I feel like you are right. Like they should be making it more accessible for like coders to like import their games onto the Switch software. But I feel like making it more portable does make it more like a phone. Like, especially when you like talking about like the AAA games, like uh, the new Smash or Breath of the Wild, and um, you're right. The fact that they should like not like focus too too much on making it portable, because I feel like it's just a, like a like a minor um, hardware upgrade. But I feel like that'll make it easier, like to take in your backpack or something. But it's. I think Nintendo's still relevant, like especially with the new Switch that's been revived, and I feel like they have to keep it new, like iPhone does, like Apple does, like with the new iPhone 10 or whatever. But I feel like if they're gonna make it smaller, then they have to add something to it, like for like like especially like when you're talking about the games that they put on it, like Smash, like that's a really good game, but it's put on a risky platform exclusively. And that's why I think the mass thing for the Switch came from is because, oh my god, I want to play Smash, but I got to get the new Nintendo Switch. So I feel like they have to use that initial burst to grow a fan base. But if they, but if they're like, like you said, if they're not like making their software more accessible to provide new content for that huge mass, then they're not going to get anywhere. But I feel like if they do make it more portable, then I feel like they will work on the software at the same time. So it's a big, it's a like it's a small bonus, but I do agree that you're right that they need to upgrade their software and make it more accessible. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like they need to do something about it because I, well, I don't personally have one. My brother has one and he plays on it all the time, and I feel like it's more geared towards younger kids because there there's not games like Call of Duty or like I don't want to say more violent, but like more grown-up games, like, there's not that variety on Switch. So, um, I feel like it's probably geared more towards younger kids. And, um, I feel like the portability, like, is that a word? I feel like making it more portable is just going to, um, make it so people could take it everywhere. It's gonna be like a phone, almost. I don't think it's really gonna be that much more popular because yeah it's just gonna be smaller okay like well, like you said there's not call of duty on it and i correct me if i'm wrong but i think only games made by nintendo are on there no so skyrim no okay. they have fortnite too yeah okay 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 but that's okay but they don't okay have a so, lot. yeah they don't have a lot of variety so like when you go to like breath of the wild and smash like that those are the those are the games that people are and Fortnite. Those are the games that people are there to play. So I feel like if they don't, they have they have everything in front of them. They have everything on their table, and it's just a matter of how they put everything together to keep it alive. Okay, Jacob. Okay. Um, I don't know if Nintendo's gonna be that more relevant because of how much the Switch costs for what it is. It's three hundred dollars and. Um, yeah, I think that's a little too much. And if they're getting a new, more portable, smaller Switch this year, I wonder if they're going to be upgrading stuff. And if they're upgrading stuff, that's going to bring up the price. 
or they're going to downgrade something to upgrade something else. And I think if they just keep doing that over the years, keep releasing a new version of the Switch, maybe under a new brand, I think they're going to start becoming less relevant. But right now, I think they're still relevant. Okay. Um, oh, Tom? Yeah. Just real quick. So, there's the thing is, with the Switch, is it's supposed to already be portable. Like, and I don't think you really matters if they're gonna make it smaller the only thing i could really see that them to improve it is to change the resolution to actually resolute more than the really (laughs) bad amount of pixels they can now but still i don't think that that's gonna make that big of a difference at least i don't think so um also i think again what jacob says they're like really i think they're overpriced for what they are um, and, like, if you don't know what the Wii is, like, you need help. But, like, back years ago, and I don't know what year, but Wiis are so becoming more popular now. Like, I know people who have paid, like, hundreds of dollars for Wii games because they're so rare now. So I think they should maybe put the Wii back on our market. On the market, I mean. And that might, like, help balance people who want, like, a more console. As opposed to like a mobile, like they want more like a Xbox instead of more like a DS where they could take everywhere. So I feel like they should probably like bring the Wii back out or like even the Wii U, which was um really good. Those two were more like a actual consoles than just like portable. Okay, yeah. so the thing the thing about making it a console is that it's already it's it's like it's big enough to be a console, like technically I think. And, like, if you want more of a console, they should really listen to the community, like, what they want to do. Like, Fortnite has, like, made updates, like, that, like, constantly listen to their community. I feel like Nintendo should do the same thing. Like, it, they should ask their community, do you want it smaller, or do you want it to be, to be more like a console? And if they want it to be more like a console, then they need to go, like, like back to what we said before. They need to make their software more accessible and make more variety in their game so that it can be like a console. And if they want us to be more like a phone type portable, they have to change that. Yeah. Really, it's up to us what they are supposed to make, not really them. Okay. Well, um, I uh, just want to say before I talk about the Switch, if you hear our keyboards once in a while, it's for we're gamers, so you're gonna hear a keyboard. We're on PC, so don't rant, you know. So if we want to search up things, we're gonna search up things. So you can't really do anything about it. Okay. So. Um, like oh, Tom, you want to say something? Ep- like I said in the very first episode, you rant. I'm the worst at responding to anyone ever, so you will not be getting something back, and you'll get even more mad. So just don't send anything in general. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna get any response to hate from us. That's just not how this works. Yes. I mean, me possibly. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but I tr- I trash talk people in Minecraft, so no, I'm just kidding. That's, that's going. Okay, so we're gonna move um, on to our next topic, Brandon. Yeah. No, I I still didn't give my uh, take, but um. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, so basically, um, we're uh, so basically Nintendo's in a situation where they're trying to give a more um, give a more better future for Nintendo, where they're gonna get more adult. I don't know. They're trying to get they're trying to get more 
adults intrigued than kids. For uh, for some reason, I feel like that with the more like portable. If they make it sort of like a phone, then what is Nintendo? What is Nintendo trying to say there? Are they trying to speak to the? Are they trying to speak to the adults or not? Anyone? Have a say? I, yeah, like I think they're trying to speak more to the kids, like iPhone craze and whatnot. I think that's what they're trying to go for. If they're going portable, if they're going console, I think they're once again still speaking to you know <laughs> boys, like teenage, er like teenage in that area. Yeah, I agree. Like, no matter what they do, I feel like the decision is gonna be more impactful to kids. Because that's generally, it's a fact, those are the people who play it. Now, I'm not saying that adults don't play the Switch, or should be shamed for playing the Switch. It's a hobby, it's an, it's entertainment. But, the fact is that more kids play video games than adults. So, if, if whatever they do, I feel like it will appeal more to the kids. But I feel like whatever the decision they make, we have to recognize that they're doing it like for the benefit of their customers. Um, anyone have anything last just to say? And then if not, we'll just move on to our next topic. No, I think oh. I'm done. Alright. Um, so, we're gonna talk about, um, GameStop and how GameStop gave up on trying to sell itself and how the stock takes a major hit as a result. Uh... GameStop has announced that it is no longer trying to sell itself to another company. The game retail company did not provide further details as to what it means for the future. Stock price has plunged dramatically as a result. Um, GameStop's board has now terminated to pursue a sale of companies due to lack of available financings on terms that would be commercially acceptable to its prospective... Uh, sorry. Acquire. Acquire, yes. Thank you, Barbara. But, um, GameStop said in a blog post, the announcement caused investment stock in a GameStop to plummet, with the trading value decreasing by more than 25% to $11.24 uh, USD as the time of the writing. Uh, the company first began looking for a potential buyer in June 2018. Uh, they never confirmed a sellout was a definite final outcome, and said in a statement that it was exploring other solutions to finan financial difficulties as well. Um, GameStop has struggled to remain a relevant part of the game consumer model with the rise of digital distribution. As a result, the company has tried to account for lost sales by increasing its pivot towards used game sales and pop culture for collectibles. However, the former uh, has most likely been a shrinking margin for the company as well with subscription services such as game, Xbox Game Pass, Games with Gold, and PlayStation Now offering a steady stream of titles for less than combined retail price. Is GameStop like it was when it first started? Why did they want to sell it so bad? Okay, so I feel like they wanted to sell it because they realized that they're dying in a way. Like like you said, like things like games with gold and Xbox Game Pass and PlayStation Now, they're 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 getting out of business because like people go to GameStop, in my opinion, to buy like old games. Like I don't think you would go to GameStop just to buy a new game that comes out unless you like a collector and you want the hard copy. Because like like you said, like Xbox, they offer discounts on the new games. So 
I feel like when you're talking, especially like subscription services that give you access to games, I don't know why you would still go to GameStop to get a disc when you can just download it online for the same price or maybe even at discount. But I don't think that like they wanted to sell it so bad because like they're they're failing, and maybe if they give it to like a financially steady like company, then maybe they can like settle things out. Like GameStop might provide a subscription service or something like that. But, like, I don't know. Like, GameStop is failing, and I feel that when they stop doing this, like, when they stop trying to sell themselves out, like, that's why the stock plummet. So, so yeah. I'm, I'm kind of adding what he said. Yeah, GameStop was failing due to just kind of digital media and whatnot. And so when they tried to do to revive themselves, they tried to sell it. So they, the like actual owners can try to make money and the stocks didn't plummet too badly. But when the company, like, when they decide that they're not going to sell themselves, like GameStop has announced that there's no longer trying to sell itself, as it says in the article, that means that the they're going to keep making the same or even less as time goes on. So the stock price is going to be reduced. And, you know, someone who, like, I'm actually in stock and that's when you sell your stocks. So, yeah. Okay, also, um, I remember, like, as, like, a 10-year-old going to GameStop, like, all the time and looking for, like, video game characters. Like, I don't remember what game. Skylanders. I used to go there looking for Skylanders all the time. And, um, it was, I used to always see people in there and they used to have a bunch of games. But now I feel like it's less relevant because, honestly, you could just go on, like, PS4 or Xbox or something. And you could buy the game in their own shop. You just put your credit card in and buy it on their own shop. So you don't have to go to the store and get out of bed and go and pay for it. And then come home and plug it up and put it in. You could just download it and play it right away. So I think that's another reason why GameStop is dying. And, um, yeah, they stopped to remain a relevant, a relevant part of the consumer model with the rise of digital distribution. Again, because you could just go online and just buy it. And when you talk about, like, Amazon, Google, and Apple with these new subscription services that give you access to games, like, I don't feel, I don't think the GameStop is doing as much as they could. Like, obviously, like, they, they, they've practically given up at this point. But I feel like if they don't do something then they're gonna they already are failing but like they're not doing anything to help themselves right now especially when they're going against apple and google and um amazon like even that are starting to create like subscription services for games and that like you said we said earlier that steam is going to stay at the top but i feel like steam also has something to worry about especially if gamestop gets kicked out of the market so it's a really risky like business to be in but it's growing so fast that whatever turn you make, it could be like a violent burnout. And I feel like they really have to be careful with what they're doing next if they want their company to succeed. The thing is, like, recently, have you been to a game recently? They've not been as what they used to be because they know they're dying. They've been really trying to kind of like even sometimes shadily to get you money, like make you agree to something and sign something that really... It's just not nice. And... Truly, I trying to sell their company is really the only thing they can do. And by failing, the company's not going to make it anymore. So what I say to you is get used to getting games online. So, yeah. Okay. 
Um, so I agree with Gianna a lot, and I know the point about how GameStop can die really quickly, but the digital store, um, they don't have to talk to anyone. They don't have to talk to that annoying guy at GameStop, and they don't have to go to GameStop to ask them about a game, because there's Google, and those people probably learned from Google, or from their own experience, and, um, yeah, they could just eliminate all of the human part, and just have it all online. Yeah, that's a really good point. I didn't even think about that. Like no more there's like people. Like I I almost guarantee you when you when you're a GameStop worker and your stock goes down in your company, I almost guarantee you your wage is going to drop by at least a little bit. So, when you get that worker who's just trying to pay the bills and put food on the table for their family, who just like got a major cut to their wage, I feel like they are like, gonna be, like, a little bit, like, nasty. Not nasty, but, you know, like, in a bad mood. So, if you eliminate that completely, maybe even if they're nice, it just takes up time. So, especially the fact that their wages might have been cut, then, yeah, I feel like you're right. You're not gonna have to deal with that annoying customer, or the annoying cashier at um, GameStop and ask them, oh, why is this game rated this way, or should I let my kid play this? You can just Google it. There's millions of articles compared to one person's opinion. So I feel like you're right. Like, you can, like, eliminate the human part completely, and then it'll be a lot more efficient and a lot worse for GameStop. Okay, um, I'm just gonna add something. Um, is GameStop like you was when it first started? Now, uh, I remember when I was like a little kid, when I was like maybe like ye old like eight, but um, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I remember going to GameStop. I want to buy like a game, maybe like Call of Duty or something like that. Uh, I used to like look forward to going out buying a new game. Now it's something different. With like, there's now with people buying PCs, GameStop is irrelevant to them. Steam has came tremendously into the party and I honestly haven't even went into a GameStop in about like three years I honestly I, I don't remember I've always purchased stuff online um I honestly can't remember the last time I was in a GameStop the last time I was in a GameStop was about a year or two ago. Okay. To buy okay, hold on. Let's wait, let's wait, add wait. some let's add some stories about our last time in GameStop. So everyone, Brabra's gonna go first, and then we're just gonna add some stories about our last time in GameStop. Okay, so the last time I was in GameStop, I think, I think I was buying Call of Duty Black Ops Three. This is around the time when World War Two came out, so we were really late to the party, but. We went there, we got it, and we found out that World War II had already come out. So, we were actually kind of sad, because, like, especially, like, another thing they don't do is when they announce when games will come out. So, it's, like, there's just a lot of problems when you go to GameStop to buy your games, especially when they just come out. So, that's my opinion. Like, I've never been to a, a GameStop after that. Okay. Uh, Thomas, do you remember the last time you were in a GameStop? Hmm. Well, I'm the type of person that games stuff that kind of just stays in the back and tries to act like they're not there and plays the, like, consoles they have and just doesn't buy anything because I'm a bad person. But the thing is, the only thing I've just noticed is they've just been selling, like, older video game stuff and not really as much as the new, but 
Yeah. Probably was there like three months ago. Okay. And, yeah. All right. Uh, Jacob. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, the last time I was in a GameStop, um, was a few months ago. Probably um in 2018, around the end of school. I went to the GameStop not to buy a game, to buy a GameStop exclusive, a Nerf gun. <laughs> See, that goes to show that you don't buy video games at GameStop anymore. Yeah. Alright, Giano? Yeah. My last time was probably like a year or a year and a half ago. Actually, actually no. My pro last time was probably two, two years ago. And I went in there to buy Skylanders because I was obsessed with this game. Mm -hmm. And I went in there and I spent like $400. <laughs> In all, on Skylanders, because... <laughs> no, 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 not, not that one time, not that one time. Like, overall, like, I have a oh, box God. in my basement that is probably worth so much money. <laughs> I have, like, two boxes full of Skylanders, and I, that was my last time in the game and stuff. And I remember, they, they didn't even sell that many games. They just sold the figurines that you could put to use the game. So, even back then, nobody really went there for the games. They just went there for the figurines and stuff. Okay, Brayden, so staying on the top of GameStop, just for one last thing. Yeah. You said that a lot of people were transferring to the PC, and I actually got a new PC this Christmas, so I totally agree with you. Yes. And the fact that GameStop doesn't even sell Steam gift cards no, is kind of... It actually does. When, when I went to the GameStop website, which is what most people oh, use, there were no Steam gift cards on there. Well, when I went on the GameStop website, there was no Steam gift cards in there. So I feel like if there is Steam gift cards at your GameStop, that's probably like a local thing. Because yeah. it's not a, it's not like a nationwide thing, and that's what something that has to change. Mm -hmm. So like, oh. if you can get a code for a game, that would be a lot better. Because you can you can go in there, buy the card, like, you know how, you know when you buy a gift card, right? They give it into like this little, pla this little cardboard, like, flap. That gives you a code for your Steam gift card. If you could do that with a game, especially since you could like buy like there's already codes that give you games. If you could do that, that would be amazing. Okay. Well, um, I found the title for our episode, ladies and gentlemen. It's gonna be called GameStop Memories. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yes, that's yes, that's Jacob Brookies. So, um, I'm gonna talk GameStop about, and more. Yes, um. Well, basically, um, we don't have us. Uh, we cannot talk about gaming history yet because, yet again, February. What today? February second. Yeah. Uh, February first. February first. February first. Um, there is no day in gaming history, so we have to skip to that. And right before we're gonna talk about our next thing, we're gonna talk about something. And this is for all the sports fans out here. And um, as much as I, as much as the boys don't want to talk about this, I mean maybe Brad Brad does, but as I'm much dead as on the yes, as much as Thomas and maybe Jacob and Giano, I don't want to talk about that. Yes, but um, we're, I'm just gonna bring this up because this is a big thing, and I'm sure you guys all watch it. But um, the Super Bowl. So basically, we're back again. Yet another Tom Brady Super Bowl. I mean, the guy's the goat, but can't do anything to stop them. But um, I'm just gonna say, uh, Patriots Rams. It's probably gonna be a good Super Bowl. But um, uh, I'm rooting for the Patriots because I'm a Chargers fan. I don't want the Rams to steal the thunder. 
So I would say like maybe like Patriots forty two. I, I know high scoring game. Patriots forty two. Maybe Rams thirty seven. It's gonna be a close game. But yeah, it's gonna happen. So uh Brian, do you have anything to say about this? I know you're I agree. Okay, so I, the matter nineteen and uh the Super oh, Bowl okay, prediction video games, okay. Well no 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 wait wait wait. They have this thing where they predict like the um the outcome but the problem with that is they only do by stats like this guy has 99 speed or 87 strength but that's not how it works yes. but like i do agree that it's going to be a really close game or it's going to be a huge blowout and i really do not want tom brady to get a sixth super bowl ring because i feel like all the referees don't kill me on this but if you're the referee that takes away tom brady's super bowl ring you're gonna get freaking murdered so i feel like they're practically giving it to him at this point, but not because they want to. It's just because of for them own self protection, you know. Yeah, like I'm, literally. I'm just gonna say, as much as I hate Brady, I, I need to root for the Pats just because I'm a Chargers fan. And uh, go Bolts! We'll be back in 2019, and we're gonna win the Super Bowl. Count my words. And remember to look at this podcast when we win the Super Bowl and say this kid has predicted. Okay, wait. Yeah. Braden, you said that today in gaming history there was nothing actually here, but that's actually wrong. Oh, so, okay. in 2012, today, Mortal Kombat Arcade Collection, there was a Steam release and a Windows version released for worldwide. So, I mean, I don't think this was like a very like good game, but like it's still part of a good series. Yeah. So, like that's kind of interesting, but like Okay. Does anyone have if anything to only, add? Yes. The only team that deserves to win the Super Bowl is actually the Broncos. You guys are all wrong. And <laughs> they've won every single Super Bowl since their creation. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't really think it, to the players, like, it probably does matter, but not as much because, to be honest, the winning team gets 1,800. No. <laughs> No. So, um, God, you're stupid. I'm so bad at reading numbers. $118,000 per player for the winning team. Actually, and $59,000. I feel like it's closer to a it's, million. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it, their bonus check is almost closer. Like, I'm pretty sure Nick Foles, um, backup quarterback who won the Super Bowl a year ago, he actually, on his contract, some players can get a two, he got a two million dollar bonus for winning the Super Bowl. Now, that's more than, like, some people will make in a year. I mean, that's more than, I that's more than like, anybody would make in a year. But, um, yeah, so, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, they get a stack of cash, I'm pretty sure, when they win the Super Bowl. And the losers still get money, but, uh, the winners, they want to be hoisting that Lombardi trophy. And Okay, so... So. Wait, so for the championship game, according to this article on CN- CNBC, so it says for the championship game alone, members of the winning team will receive $118,000 each per the NFL collective bargaining agreement. All right. Well, that's, that, is that the NFL who's yeah, playing? That's, yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm probably thinking, okay, well, I'm pretty sure the team gives a bonus to everyone. I'm pretty sure. I, 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 probably I'm depends positive. on your team. 
No, I'm positive because I'm pretty sure the Saints were intrigued to win the Super Bowl. I, I'm actually going to search this up right now. I'm pretty sure Sean, Sean Payton, their head coach, he bri- he like sort of like he came in with the Lombardi Trophy and like maybe like $2 million worth of cash. And he said, three games, we need to win them, and we get that. And like each player gets that. But, um, of course, it didn't work. Saints dramatically lost because blind refs, but... You know, you gotta count. You gotta count on the Rams for sticking in that game, and they sort of. They're sort of the Saints sort of blew it, but um, uh, I'm gonna sort of go back on to gaming because this is a gaming podcast. Wait, 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 wait. I found Can something I else. Okay, so. Something? Oh wait, Jacob. Okay, Jacob. Jacob. Yeah. Um. Okay. So since we're predicting some stuff, I wanna add something. So an estimated 103 point. Four million Americans watched last year's Super Bowl, which was actually a seven percent drop from the previous year, and a nine point six percent of the all-time Super Bowl record. Do you think that's gonna continue dropping, or do you think this year more people are are gonna be engaged to watch it? Now, well, Tom, yes. Yeah, here. So, the thing is. That percent probably goes somewhere else, like maybe into a different sport or something else going on at the time. So I do think that if some other sport is coming up to be even more popular than the other, and football, not in like more popular, but like, you know, just kind of coming up there, I genuinely think that it will keep going down. It's kind of like not even even linear, maybe even exponentially going down. Wait, actually... Um, I, I kind of disagree with what Tom said, because last year, 2018, were the Olympics. Oh. Right, like, right sense. around that time, so that's probably why, uh, you, like, last year, I was, like, doing something, and my dad's like, yeah, come here, I'm like, what? And he's like, the Super Bowls, so I'm like, what? I didn't even know, I forgot, like, I was watching the Olympics, like, I didn't even watch it last year. Okay, so according to the same article, it says for highly paid players such as Tom Brady, Todd Gurley, and Rob Gronkowski, 201000 amounts to just a fraction of what they make in a year. Aaron Donald, the highest paid player in the Super Bowl, earns an average annual salary of $22.5 million. So... I feel like okay, so Tom, back to the like fact or that like the percentage of people watching has decreased. I feel like it's because of the repetitive nature of the Super Bowl right now. Like, oh, Tom Brady's gonna win. He's gonna get a six Super Bowl, especially now. Like, I feel like the major decrease in like um the Super Bowl last year was like the joke that oh my god, he's gonna have a ring for every finger on a hand now. But now there's a joke about like the reference to like the six Infinity Stones or whatever it is. But until something new happens, I feel like there will always, always, always be a decrease in the people that watch the Super Bowl. Here's the thing that, <laughs> now, people are going to get offended, but you know how, like, WWE, like, that's actually most, like, I think it's Kaken didn't confirm, that's kind of scripted. Now, if this is scripted in any way, then Tom Brady should probably lose, <laughs> just because, you know, dramatic-wise, it would make the most sense, but, you know, just saying. Yeah. Okay. Um. Rated. Well, we're going to get on to the gaming, because, of course, that's what it's about. But we just did a little, like, panel. We had to take a segment. Yes, we had to take a segment. A segment. A segment. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. But, um, we had to take a segment out of that just to talk about 
Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone watches the Super Bowl, so just like little facts and stuff like that. But um, we're gonna talk, Jono. I think Jono has been wanting to say something, and I honestly haven't read anything he's been typing. So let's just let's, take a seat. Yeah, let's just let's, uh, let's just say, um, Jono, here you go, and we'll just add on to whatever you say. Okay. So, uh, you know how last week we said you could uh text us or email us questions. So we actually got three questions. So we're gonna answer them now. We'll each give our own answer. So uh, the first question was, um, when are we going to be doing a podcast? So. Okay. I think they mean like weekly or like every other week or every month. Um. Well, uh, as as CEO, um, uh, we're probably gonna, <laughs> we're probably gonna do um probably weekly, if we can. If not, it's gonna be every other week. We haven't made a con- like a really like confirmed hammered out schedule. Yeah, we haven't made with school and everything. We haven't really confirmed everything. But I'm pretty sure in the later future, like in the summer, we'll probably go to every week. You know? Yeah, but honestly, yeah. right now, with all of us having different sports that go on at different times, it's really hard to find any time at all to record. So we can't really manage a real schedule right now. We're trying to go for bi weekly, but, you know. And even weekly when we're free for it? Yeah, but yeah. it's hard because we all play and do our own thing. Yes, um, and next year it might change because we're going to be moving to high school, and we, all of us, um, we are going to probably attend a school that is going to take a lot of work, um, and it's a are, school if you know what that is. Yeah, we are people, it's, and we can't, we're not perfect, my national baccalaureate and cough cough Thomas, as Jacob says. <laughs> But <laughs> ha, 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 ha. I am perfect. Ha, ha. But um, model UN is gonna take more work than STEM. Just saying. But um, Jono, here's the next question. Okay, so the next question we got was, will we have any other people on our podcast? Um, I'll answer that first. Um, yes, we will. Um, probably not. I wouldn't say me. But will we have them as like permanent people? No, I mean. We probably would add some people as we go if we get bigger and but better. Bigger. But there's definitely going to be people that add their opinions, especially people in the gaming community. So yeah, there's definitely going to be people on our uh, podcast. Probably not. Maybe next episode. But um, we just gotta say um, there's definitely going to be ones in the future. And um, uh, shout out to my man Kyle. Supporting our stream, um, he'll be our backup sometimes, but he might not be in all the time. But shout out to Kyle. Uh, best girl, Kyle. Yes, best girl, Kyle. But uh, Jono, last question. Okay, so the last questions was, what are each of our favorite video games on PC? Okay. Me? Thomas. Oh, Dead by Daylight, my dude. <laughs> okay, do you want to talk about it like for a couple no. of minutes? No, 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 no. no. Let's just move on. Yes. Uh, yeah, we talked about it last time, actually. Yes, Jono. Okay, mine is uh probably Dead by Daylight. Okay. Uh, J- uh, Diamond Dice Demon. As we uh, Brian. I feel like. Okay, don't scream at me for this, but I feel like it would have to be either modded Minecraft or Rocket League. <laughs> okay. 
I can hear the salt from the comments already, my dude. Yo, I Yeah, am... I know. I just got butchered for that. I am pulling through with my brother, Brian. I gotta say one of those. But I gotta say, Rocket League, I mean, we've talked about it last week, so I'm not gonna go into clear detail, but buy it, my boys. So, um, <laughs> check out this. Um, okay, my favorite game is probably any multiplayer game. Roblox, <laughs> Minecraft, any Steam game on Thomas's library. <laughs> oh my god. Let me just okay. tell you guys. Look up Clayton Beast and Clayton Beast 1. Yes. That, then look at the Steam library. Thomas has okay, the biggest we'll, Steam library. We'll talk about the Steam library. On the website. In a later episode, oh. in the later episode, we'll talk about- We'll explain our inside we'll joke. Yeah, we'll talk about all the games that we have and, uh, in a soon coming up, so we're gonna talk about our PCs. Yeah, so, um, Jacob, you're like, oh, we need to talk about the website, so talk Yeah, about the website. um, okay. Uh, if you guys didn't know, we actually have a website. Um, you could go to our website at podcastgtf.weebly.com, and you have all of our Gmail and uh, accounts on our website, and soon we're going to be adding a guest star page, and, um... Yeah. You get to see all of our cringy pictures? Yeah. Mine's a one. You should meet us a little more. You should meet me IRL. I'm hot. <laughs> okay. Um, Look at the picture and listen to Thomas say that. Let's okay. do it. <laughs> Alright. Before this gets any more out of hand, <laughs> um, we're, I'm just going to say um, we have found a new recording device. and it's A new what? Recording new device, Jono. And so basically, um, we're recording, and recording is better than what we had last, like, our last episode's way Not better. that it was bad. Yeah, not that it was but... bad, but it's way better. And our voices are gonna be choppy sometimes. It's, we're gonna lag sometimes. Yeah, but, we might have cut out a little bit. But it's gonna be better than what happened last week. So, um, so basically, um, For those I, of you that stuck around, yes, it's gonna improve. It's gonna improve. So, um, we're getting toward the end here, and Again, is there boys, anything, the yes, we're gonna do that, and basically what's gonna happen is I'm just gonna go 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and then we're gonna say that, so that's basically uh -huh. how our stream's gonna roll, but, um, okay. but basically, um, oh. yes, that is a good quote, Jacob, but, um, basically I just wanna say, um, game on and rise to fame, and, um, 5, Four, three, two, one. We're in the end game. We're in the end game. Yes. Daddy.